This is the Skeptical Student Show, created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. You can always listen to the episode on Fast Forward and follow the podcast to never miss new episodes. And while you're at it, don't forget to rate the podcast a five star. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of the Skeptical Student Show. It has been a trend to go abroad and complete your studies. And according to a report, the number of Indian students opting for higher education abroad grew from 44,000 in 2016 to 770,000 in 2019. And it is only set to grow further to roughly 1.8 million by 2024. Allow me to introduce you to my guest for today's episode who has been there and done that, a student at the Alma College of Michigan State in the United States and also the co-host of the Desi Crime Podcast. Welcome, Aryan. Hi, Gavish. How do I pronounce your name? First, let me get that. So, yeah, I could Americanize it and make it Gavish. I could make it really Indian, make it go Gavish. India, mein toh, there's Gavish only. I mean, the mispronunciation is that. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you, man. It is Gavish with the choti ki matra. Ah, uh, see, that, see, now that's really helpful. That's really helpful. Gavish, choti ki matra. That's how I want to approach it. Perfect. Great. So, I'm Aryan with Aki Matra. So, it's Aryan. Last from the past segment. Okay. So, how about we kickstart this episode by hearing from you your own experience about how you went about going to study abroad? That too in the US. So, that's a big deal. So, my path was very haphazard in sense that I was preparing for entrance exam my senior year of my, that'll be 11th and 12th grade. I was preparing for, um, you know, going to Akash, which is a medical prep test school and studying for KVPY, which is sort of a subsidiary within sort of an AIMS kind of exam, but it takes you to IISC. Anyway, I was studying for that. I was a PCMB student, but I, I had a early life crisis, which was at the age of I don't know how old I was, I was 17 probably, but in grade 12, middle of grade 12, I realized being behind a book and under a microscope for the rest of my life is not what I want to do. And I'm being pummeled into a hole which will force me to live a very certain kind of life, which I didn't want to live. And then moreover, the students I was surrounded by at Akash, which is again like many Fiji, Akash, I'm sure everybody Every student has heard of those institutions. The students around me were, that wasn't the environment I wanted to be in where everything was learned from or what was taught by the teacher. There was no learning. There was just memorizing. It was a very redundant education system. And so mid-12th, I made the decision to come to US or go abroad at least too, because I didn't know what I want to do in life and I didn't want to force myself into a science college or a arts college. I wanted a college of education where I could discover what I wanted to do. And that's the one advantage countries outside of India offer. So I started, um, you know, contacting my teachers. I was the head boy. So I had a decent standing in my school. And so I had connections. And I started um, writing my applications. I sent applications to UK, Canada, America. And I got in wherever I applied. That wasn't a problem. 
and the problem was, which is a problem for most students, it's the money. That I come from sort of an Indian middle class family, and I needed a hefty scholarship to be able to afford any study abroad program. Luckily, it was a very last minute thing. In fact, I mean, I got all the acceptances. Once I got the acceptance, I related to my mother and said, "Will you be able to afford it?" Because they were not willing to have the conversation. Are you willing to afford it? And when they realized it was thirty lakh per year, yeah, I think、uh, that was a wake up call for them, and they said no. And I was lost. This is two months before my board exams, and I'm lost now, right? Because I haven't been preparing for my boards. I've been preparing for a very good application. Last minute, I get the scholarship, a full ride from the college I'm currently at, and yeah.、Uh, long story short, I'm in US now. <laughs> wow, that is impressive. I mean, I was assuming that you would have had. A very planned journey wherein you planned everything from the scratch, but that was not the case. So that was surprising. And also, you rightly talked about the question of finance. Problem pinpoints in seeking solutions segment. I mean, for most of us, this has been a problem, whether we'll be able to afford education abroad or not. So since You have certainly managed to do so through a scholarship. What can be the other ways of turning this question around, or what would be your advice to manage the finances? So I have talked to so many aspiring international students at this point. So I remember I flew into US during COVID, right? And I thought, let's make a vlog, and you know, I was entering the content space. This was around when I started the podcast. The podcast became famous. The YouTube vlog, not so much, but but、uh, my vlog was international student traveling from US to India during COVID. Those, those kind of videos were trending back then, <laughs> so I was jumping onto a trend. And I mean, that video did get I think twenty thousand views or something. But I was connected by many students via that. Right, they reached out to me via Instagram or Twitter, and this question comes up, which is finances. And My very very simple, uncomplicated, god honest answer to this is: if you cannot afford it, do not come. Do not take a loan to come to the U.S. or any other country. If you need a loan, it's a no. From my end, it's not worth indebting yourself. No college education is worth debt. Firstly, the just the value of college is reducing now. It, I mean, I, I am at a college, and I can tell you it's. The opportunities that I've gotten have nothing to do. I I could do them without a college. I'm building things on my own. Instead, use that money to start a business or travel, do something, invest it for your future. But do not take a loan. You'll be indebted to the bank, and then any risky decision in life, right? In your twenties, you're supposed to take risky decisions. Start a business that might fail. I started a podcast that could have failed, right? But if I was in debt. I would never have taken that decision because why would I? I remember. I mean, when I bought the mics for my podcast, right? It was an upfront thirty thousand rupee cost. Would I have dared to spend thirty thousand rupees of my savings that I earned while I was working on campus in US on mic equipment if I had to pay that on a debt? No, right? And so, if you cannot afford it, do not go abroad. If you can afford it. Come if you have a huge scholarship, come. But I'm not going to suggest any workarounds or nonsense that career advisors give. Like, 
oh you can work on campus and earn the money and no you're here to study not work in starbucks that's that's not why you go abroad right and so if you can't afford it there are many decent opportunities in india that are comparable wow some life changing advices and also this makes me wonder did you face any so called consultancies or career counselors in your journey to have come abroad no so it is possible no i realized they're fake very soon so you knew that all along or was there some sort of realization i would hope i mean my school did have a career guidance cell but i had interacted with enough career guidance people to realize they're just running a business and they don't care about the students i think i realized that at an early age that's fake stuff don't go for sat coaching you can get enough free stuff don't spend too much money on these pundits essentially who are shaking very lucrative lies in front of you masquerading as opportunities but honestly they're just things you could do yourself perhaps if you put in a bit more research all these career guidance advisors have tie ups with universities and they get a cut of your tuition they're not there for you they're there for the university why would you want to you know so forget that forget that that's a big no all right be aware of these consultancies and also write your own sops right listen if you don't write your own sop and you get to uk or us say you do what are you going to do are you going to live with an imposter syndrome your entire fucking life you're going to know you're not worthy of being in that group of people who will use big words who will know big philosophies who will debate you and then you'll feel inferior to all of them why would you want that because in india the problem is we have you know attributed so much prestige to colleges that we think that getting there is the end all be all that's not life that's four years of life three years if you go to uk two years if you drop out <laughs> it's a small 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 chunk of life do not do not make it everything it's a very small part of life yes certainly i agree on that and also to ask another question have you or someone you know ever tackled the problem of xenophobia and if yes how do you deal with that i think indians need to look in a mirror before they make claims of xenophobia in other liberal democracies where we call each other slurs very commonly slurs like chaman slurs like chamar we discriminate against darker looking people and i am somebody who doesn't believe in a victim mentality so there are discrimination all over the world to make it the first question in your mind when you're coming to us which is probably the most democratic and open country fuck it it doesn't matter have i experienced i've experienced on two occasions uh, i've experienced racism the first time i experienced it was on the streets of chicago by a black person who said you immigrant go back to your country oh my god now that man was cracked out on cocaine cycle past me he was high as a kite would i be insulted by somebody whose life is so sad no and then once in a restaurant where a white man was recording me on his phone or as a video and i called the cops the cops took care of him and th- those are two incidents in 3 years in india i have seen not experienced way more bigotry so just to just because it's a white brown dynamic doesn't make it any more worse or better it's just are there problems in the world yes just do not focus on xenophobia or racism all those aren't problems that an upper middle class 
because who's the person who's going to come to us you're probably going to new york or one of these university towns these are all very 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 liberal places there is more liberal nonsense here than there is racism but is there racism in america of course but it's not something that should you know be on your mind while you're making this decision of going abroad not at all okay um that would answer the question and also to talk about the education system you certainly made the shift because you didn't seem to fit well with the idea of having to rote learn your way through the education system in india and that is something which differs in the education system abroad so was the transition difficult i mean to have transitioned from the indian education system to the one abroad i mean i have been at ashoka university which is a liberal arts university and it oh you're at ashoka which year it are you it actually at? makes you work hard i was i mean which year i am a first year now i made a shift to hindu college delhi university i'm from shivnadar noida if you know that school i've heard about it but i left ashoka like i was there for a month why did you leave it because i got hindu college in delhi university oh do you damn oh so wait so you went to ashoka yeah does ashoka start before the hindu ah uh, smart man yes because it's a private university so yeah yeah, yeah. well played well played no no, no. i got 100% aid so no profit no loss yeah 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 move dude 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 i'm all for that go for the bag uh no that's good but um to answer your question and yeah ashoka is modeled after sort of the american system a little more rote learning isn't my problem with india with the indian education system i think most indians identify wrong things as problems in the indian education system has it been a difficult transition for me to us absolutely not simply because the rote learning is very useful here i can memorize stuff way faster and it helps out in exams my problem with the indian education system which is very particular to the indian education system especially cbse is the way you're forced to choose the streams you will be in for the rest of your life a 14 15 16 year old shouldn't be forced into shouldn't be pigeonholed into pcm humanities this and that because they don't know shit i don't know i'm 20 21 i don't know shit right 16 year old me knows lesser shit than 21 year old arya imagine forcing somebody to learn science for the rest of their lives and then there's that added societal pressure and then there's the hierarchy of pcm and arts and you know what i was the creme of that hierarchy i was a pcmd student i had such a superiority complex back in high school that i am the best you are students you can write well get lost really and that's a bad mentality to yeah 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 and i i i was inculcated in that of course i matured and i realized that that's wrong but you when you're inculcated in a system which creates that differences where where you're encouraged to be pcm over humanities or commerce so yeah i think that's the issue rote learning is not necessarily the issue i think of course a combination of practice and rote is the ideal way but again we were never going to have the ideal system i'm not going to cry about something that is not the essence of the problem is rote learning is just learning via that method a problem yes is that the biggest problem no to me the biggest problem is this you know pigeon holing of students in perpetuity into a career that they never had a chance to think about because they're freaking kids so yeah yes exactly and i think our school was 
सो बेंट ओवर नॉट लेटिंग अस टेक पी सी एम विद बी बिकॉज देवर लाइक तुमसे होगा ही नहीं तो या तो यू टेक बी और यू टेक एम नो देवर राइट मैंने गलती करी पी सी एम बी लेट पी सी एम बी चेंज and also there have been talks about discontinuing this system but the nep came at least it was proposed in 2020 and nothing significant has changed so yes that certainly persists as a problem and now to talk about a recent comment you know the ukraine russian conflict is the talk of the town these days mm-hmm. and recently prime minister narendra modi had made a remark saying that indian students go to small countries to study especially medicine and this results in hundreds of billions of rupees exiting the country although language is a problem but still they are going so what would be your opinion about this opinion about what i mean i haven't heard the speech or i don't know the context and i don't know what he was trying to say to whom it was delivered but i know for a fact i was in africa last summer for 3 months and i was working with doctors and yeah literally everybody was trained in ukraine all the doctors all the african doctors in sierra leone i worked with and i mean i know for a fact that russia and ukraine have many indian students i and that would lead to some brain drain as is happening across the world i mean it shows you the state of it shows you a couple of things i think it number one shows you that going abroad has this prestige that indians chase that it doesn't matter if it's ukraine or usa is that sharma ji ka beta bahar gaya hai it just has to be abroad it just has to be abroad one is that and then the second is i think it shows poorly on india for not being able to retain its students for having imagine 18 year olds because i i i despise this system because it forces i mean i get so many people texting me and they look at my instagram or look at me podcasting or doing these things and they go i love listening to your podcast um, i wish i was doing something like this but i'm stuck in a medical school or law school and of course you're 19 at 19 or 18 you're training to become a doctor like dude take two years to yourself this is what i'm doing with my younger brother and i see i'm very transparent if i believe something i let you know and how i'm operating in my life and with people around me i let you know so with my brother i fought against my family and of course did, do you think my family was completely okay with the things i've done no right but then they see success and they go oh shit we were probably wrong i can relate to that yeah i can I have two tips one is don't give a fuck about what others think it's a very good way of operating in life do you make your own decisions own your own failures hmm claim your own successes and own your own failures so that also includes which my generation needs to understand to take accountability don't blame the world for your problems you're not going to solve it you know take accountability your parents are this your mom was that your education system is you can go on and on about that all day long is that fixing something except giving you the short term pleasure by crying no hmm? so you have the internet which is decentralized and free you have a roof over you 
you have an internet connection stop crying at least stop crying the second thing is which is something i'm doing with my younger brother he is in 12th now he just got into 12th a year after graduating i am funding his travels forcing him to volunteer somewhere in the world in africa or some place just travel no college no nothing for one year just travel not expensive travel your ass is going to wake up at 7 am and help poor people in the world but you're not going to go to college you're going to meet people who know more than you about life you're going to engage in experiences that teach you who you are before you try to understand the world around you and I, that's something i would recommend to most students so take a year to yourself india mein gap year kya hota hai gap year bhi padhai gap year is also preparation not to yourself are bro take a gap year for yourself yes anyway yeah so those are my thoughts on that yeah and great thoughts i must say and <laughs> i'm also hoping that the listeners would want to have a brother like you because what you're doing is great <laughs> i hope my brother thinks so <laughs> <laughs> i I'm, i'm sure he does yeah i know he does and to come back to the question i think doesn't it make all the more sense to go abroad and spend less even if it's going into foreign exchange when the private seats of medical colleges in india is even more expensive yeah so why not i mean private seats yeah private seats are very expensive but listen if you are dead set to become a doctor because the passion comes from within i'm sure there are those people who at 18 know 17 know what they want to do i'm sure there are those people the average kid is not that and so for the average kid my suggestion would be to introspect and see if their motivations come from within or from what their school and their parents have been telling them the second thing is just yeah i mean if you're dead set and you find something cheaper in another country go for it you'll have beautiful experiences and you know meet new people a different culture go yes i agree response segment and to dive into the next segment of the show wherein we discuss upon a response received from a listener so i had put up this question on my story and the question was if brain drain is defined as the flight of human resource is going abroad and studying justified so there have been two responders and ishan says that it's not brain drain if they study outside i think that if they use the skills they have acquired from the western countries and those institutes which are better from the ones in india and they use those skills to work towards betterment of our country and uh, create employment opportunities here then it's not brain drain but on the other hand abhinav says that no one chose to be born into this world so you don't really have any obligation towards any entity least of all towards your nation So if you want to study abroad and you have the means then yeah go ahead do it so i would like to ask you which view do you agree more with put me right in the middle which is it's not that you don't owe any country anything you don't owe anybody anything that said that's a philosophy to operate by at a cultural level not true this country that you've been born in is a culture which has shaped you into the person you are um given rise to the communities that exist around you and you're privileged to be born in india because you could have been born in many other countries where trust me you wouldn't want to be born in um, you're born in a secular democracy with its own problems jesus do i know about those problems but with its own share of problems but you're still 
very 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 privileged to be born in a country where you can say what you want mostly where you can be what you want mostly is it as good as france or us no is it better than most of africa yeah if you had to choose if luck was you know factor you wouldn't choose those countries because you know you'd probably end up a worse or material life and at an individual level so that's where i come on that but the second aspect would be to think it's immoral to to not come back to india and work is again whoever that person who responded saying that needs to find better things to have a problem with because truth be told you can come to india and very well not be doing anything for india you can be working for a multinational um and i would like to ask that person if he volunteers somewhere in india and is actually doing anything for his community around him because unless he isn't to think that somebody can work in india and somehow that's good for india except the income tax factor um you're probably working for a company with chinese investors or american investors so just be- stop just because it looks better to be working in india than working in us you could be doing more for india than if you were in us i mean i run a podcast highlighting crimes from the subcontinent while i'm studying in us does that would it be better if i was producing the podcast from india no <laughs> i don't agree with that analysis by either one of those people yeah it's very narrow when you said that you would want to be in the middle was that a diplomatic answer no i mean i probably it wasn't diplomatic it was i agree that you don't owe anybody anything and this one life you got to do what you want to do and what will bring you happiness but i also understand that there's a contribution that being born in a country has every culture attributes something to you so i this binary way of thinking i would never ever go it's only that or only that it's usually a fine balance in between not because of diplomacy but because of uh, there's a lot of gray between black and white yeah sometimes there isn't even a black and white <laughs> could be could be the case okay so very quickly five things which you think the indian universities lack um i have not gone to an indian university so for me to comment on it would be unwise i would say the one thing i'm sure that they do lack is travel opportunities and internship opportunities because universities abroad have a lot of funding for you to travel to other places of the world and in my opinion firstly i love traveling but i love traveling because it makes me meet very different people encounter different cultures with very different values and i can't be judgmental of those if i am to coexist with those folks so i think universities that encourage traveling and help fund traveling are a great boon for society and i think those lack in india uh, and they are uh, readily available in us at least um and internships yeah again but internships also try to travel in some sense in terms of you going away to be able to work on a project that is not directly related to ba in x bsc in y mba this dba that sometimes you just got to do things that are separate from what you're studying at college all right so just two things again i've not studied at an indian university so i i'm not qualified to say what an indian university lacks i would merely be speculating all right so yes and i think i agree and i think also traveling took a major hit after covid but things are looking good now eh i think if you want to do something you figure it out i think yes you could travel during covid if you 
travel to the right place or we'll have a million freaking excuses whenever you want them yes that's true moral of the episode and now very quickly five harsh realities of studying abroad or some harsh truths oh yeah costs anybody tells you it will cost any counselor tells you it will cost x amount multiplied by 3 at least that's what it's going to cost you scholarships by when if a college advertises itself probably shouldn't go there and if it advertises a scholarship which says 70% and you're all sucked in by that it's probably 70% on tuition which is not a lot because most of the money that you have to spend in US doesn't go on tuition it goes on rent and boarding the food that you eat the place that you stay tuition is not the highest so 70% is only on tuition so watch out for those things never take a loan for a bachelor's degree it's not worth it another harsh reality would be it's not easy to find on campus employment again counselors will tout oh yeah once your son is there wo to padhai karo kaam kar lega bahut 10 dollar per ghanta that that's all bullshit it's not that easy to get a job and even if you get a job it's impossible to work 20 hours a week you're a full time student 20 hours at a you know, working in a library just doing nothing think of your health go to the gym do something better live your life you're not supposed to be if you have the opportunity to live a better life live a better life not everybody can afford to you know live a life where they can go to a gym have their own time go out with friends and instead you're there studying the entire day then 20 hours at a working somewhere not at a great place why did you come continents apart to do that so i think i just have watch out for counselors you know salesmen are there for themselves never for you find people who are there for you and are invested in your future not their future great and the last question would be is it really worth it after all to have come to abroad leaving your home country behind and studying there absolutely 100% met some great people i have a great job now i've had several you know i mean my journey is unique so i'm not going to sort of say that's the path that can be paved for everybody nor should it be but just for me it's been the best one of the best decisions of my life to you know come to a college that provides funding to travel abroad um research work abroad and then i've met people and then i've landed a very good job in documentary started a podcast one of the best decisions of my life but again to each his own to each his own wow that sounds very lucrative also i forgot to ask what is your major <laughs> so i started off as a biology major because i was a medical student student yeah i was bcmb student exactly became a psychology major now i'm a philosophy major so quite the evolution now huh? a 360 turn that's great 360 turn yeah let's hope i don't drop out <laughs> i wish that doesn't happen that is the advantage of a liberal arts institution it really lets you venture it does it does that's that's the advantage supplementary segment and as a part of the last segment of the podcast where we give something back to our listeners to remember this episode by and i would like to take advantage of this opportunity to ask you 
something from your side to recommend to the listeners it can be a website any article any book any video on youtube which you think would help them make it easier for them to study abroad or even distantly related to it distantly related to it i think something that will help solidify their motivations to go abroad would be reading the 4 hour work week by tim ferris that's a book i recommend to many people that book helps you realize what you want to do in life actually not what society wants you to do in life and then it actually gives you workable tips on how to achieve those things and that book is very appropriate for college age students i think it's the most appropriate age group for that new york times best seller all right thank you so much and now to bid you farewell thank you so much aryan for agreeing to do this and taking out time it was a wonderful conversation and i actually loved how you kept in throwing little life changing advices after or in between every answer of yours that's how i roll man that's how i roll <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you look like that. Yeah, I hope you had fun recording. Yeah, it was great. All right. Thank you so much everyone for tuning in and if you think we missed up on a point or if you think you would want to reach out, you can look me up on Instagram. I am called Gavish Raptor with G A V I S H underscore R A P T O R. Aryan, how can the listeners reach out to you? They can go to my Instagram or Twitter. Both of them are at Aryan Misra. That's A R Y A A N M I S R A. Or I mean, they can just go to uh, the Desi Crime account on Instagram, which is at Desi Crime, which is my podcast account. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, and don't forget to tune in for a fresh episode. You are listening to the Skeptical Student Show by Gavish Raptor. created as a part of podcast lab by india film project in association with anchor by spotify